Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Now today's topic, we're going to be talking about the metabolism plan, how to discover the foods and exercises that work for your body to reduce inflammation and drop pounds fast. I'm so very excited about today's show because I have Lynn Janae Reseda's back on the podcast. I will post our first interview in the podcast notes, but let me tell you a little bit about her in case you miss that first interview. Lynn Janae Reseda's is the New York Times and international best-selling author of The Plan, which is a groundbreaking nutritional protocol that's been published in over 15 countries. Now, her, her newest book is called The Metabolism Plan. She helps people reach their best health by finding their chemical responses to food, not counting calories via her book and protocol, The Plan, and finding the right kind of exercise for your own personal metabolism. Lynn Janae and her team of doctors and nutritionists have helped over half a million people regain their health and reach their goal weight, all while eating over 2,000 calories a day. Lynn Janae, thank you so much for being back on the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Dr. Carey, it's so great to chat with you. I'm really excited. How are you doing? I'm very great. How are you doing? Really good. Thank you. Very excited about the new book and how it's going to help so many folks. I know you're real busy right now out there promoting the book to the masses, so thank you for taking some time to spend with me today to share all this great information with our listeners. Well, you know, it's it's January, so everybody's really motivated, and I think like you, there's uh, nothing that uh, makes us more upset or concerned when people are working so hard to try and find their best health. And, and to get to their best weight, and, and they're doing the wrong things. So you and I are both super committed to helping people find what works for their bodies. Yeah, and so the interesting thing, so I get lots of people that come to see me, patients at Functional Medicine Ontario, and, uh, you know, a lot of women, that's mainly who I see in my private practice, but sometimes men too, and, uh, you know, they come in and they, they think they're doing all the right things, you know, and, and I, you know, oftentimes I think they're doing all the right things, too, as far as diet and exercise. And it's like, why aren't the pounds coming off? And often they're actually keep they actually keep gaining weight slowly and they're frustrated. And I'm kind of frustrated, too, because it's like they're doing all the right things. What is going wrong? So tell us about the possibilities of what can be going wrong. Well, obviously, we were able to really pinpoint and help folks pinpoint in the plan the healthy foods that were causing weight gain. Uh, not only causing weight gain, but obviously, if you're gaining one to two to three pounds from a healthy food, 
That's your body saying, please don't feed this to me. And those healthy foods, quote unquote, are foods that don't work for your individual chemistry. But what started to be really interesting as I started to go further along in my practice, and I remember specifically, it was, it was a woman, it was a bride. And, you know, we, we get emotionally tied up with everyone. But when you have a bride in your practice and she's trying to fit in that wedding dress, uh, you, you get really emotionally involved. So she, I remember specifically, this must have been like seven or eight years ago, and she was working out with her personal trainer and she gained a pound. And it was on a day that she was eating all of the foods that we had established worked for her chemistry. And I'm like, that's really weird. She goes, you know, Lynn, I notice every single time I work out with my trainer, I gain a pound. I'm just used to it. It's what happens. And I'm like, gosh, that's really strange. That doesn't sound like it's really that healthy. And sure enough, I started to notice that for some people, maybe if they ran half an hour, they would lose a pound. But if they ran for 45 minutes, they would gain a pound. So what we did, me and my team at the plan was, we took 50 of our clients that we'd already worked with before. We already established their friendly foods. And we said, let's test your individual response to exercise. And what we started to note was exactly what we started to note with foods, is that certain types of exercise done intensely, too intensely for their body, not only cause weight gain, but Dr. Carey, this is where it's interesting, it would also cause their BBT to drop. Now, you and I both know if your BBT is dropping, that means that you are slowing thyroid function. Big light bulb moment. If you're exercising too intensely for your body, not only are you gaining weight, but you are slowing your metabolism. Now, we, we saw a couple of years ago when that article in the New York Times came out about how all those folks on The Biggest Loser, by under-eating and over-exercising, they permanently slowed their metabolism by 800 calories. But the thing is, you don't have to have these extreme exercises and these extreme weight loss programs to have the exact same thing happening to you on a daily basis. And then we have the flip side, right? We have the folks who think, well, I can't spend an hour a day in the gym. Uh, that's the only way I'm going to lose weight. I don't have the time. So they don't exercise at all. When those folks just might need five to six to seven minutes. So what I did was I started to compile all of this data. And just like with the plan, the metabolism plan is slowly and systematically going to help you find the exercise and the foods that rev your metabolism to 110%. So, Lynn, let's just go back real fast to BBT, because for BBT, I think some of our listeners might not know what you mean. Excellent. So, in, and we discuss this in the book, because BBT is really interesting. Dr. Broda Barnes was a doctor in the 70s, and he was an endocrinologist, and he noticed with his patients that even though people's thyroid tests would show their thyroid function as normal, they were still having hypothyroid symptoms. So he started to play around with a bunch of different methods to try to determine, is there another method besides a blood test 
that can determine when someone's thyroid is functioning optimally or suboptimally. And so he came up with a BBT. Now, if anybody's tried to get pregnant, you may recognize this method as well, and it's very simple. You just take a plain old digital thermometer, you put it under your armpit first thing in the morning, and what we're looking for that body temperature to read, that BBT, your basal body temperature, is an optimal zone of 97 to 97.3. And if it's not in that optimal zone, that means that your metabolic and your endocrine function is not optimal. Now, neither Dr. Carrier or I want you taking a bunch of meds. We want you to find the foods and the exercise that help to boost your thyroid function. And what's exciting about using this simple tool, a simple thermometer, is you can find the foods and the exercise that boost your metabolic function to 100%. Okay, thank you so much for explaining that for our listeners. So let's go back and let's talk about, so you said this all started with this bride that you were working with, and she was working hard with her personal trainer, and she would always gain a pound. And that triggered you to think about, well, the exercise is probably causing inflammation and probably messing up her cortisol. So you can talk a little bit about, can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, you nailed it on the head. So once again, Totally controversial idea, right? Exercise can cause inflammation. But if you look, all of the research is out there. I'm just putting the dots together and helping people find what works for them. So when you exercise too intensely for your body, many of the same pathways that are are activated uh, in the way that happens when you eat an inflammatory food. When you exercise too intensely, you raise cortisol levels. And many of you may know that heightened levels of cortisol enact long-term fat storage. But it also does a couple of other interesting things. Heightened levels of cortisol in women is usually going to shunt progesterone uh, production, making us estrogen dominant. And in men, it's going to shunt testosterone production. Now, when we have all these fluctuating hormones, what winds up happening is that we start to kick up yeast, So we start to affect our immune system, but it also starts to attack thyroid function. Once again, we're going to keep going back to the thyroid when we're talking about our metabolism operating at peak peak function. So when we're looking and when we're measuring your body's response to exercise, what we're hoping to see is increased weight loss, right? That's what exercise should do and increased metabolic function. And that's where that handy little thermometer comes in. So if you run for 30 minutes and your BBT jumps a full point, you know, that's great. I've boosted my metabolism. If you run for 30 minutes and your BBT drops a full point, you know your body hates running, at least for 30 minutes, and try tapering it down, maybe try 10 to 12 minutes. And in fact, that's what I see from most folks. They are exercising too intensely for their bodies, thinking they're doing the right thing. Yeah, in your book, you talk about uh, one of your clients that only needed 12 minutes of exercise three days a week. That's all they really needed. 
it's amazing, you know, one, and she was actually a Canadian client. We, we started off with her, we started off with eight minutes, and that was actually too much for her. We had to cut it down to four. We slowly built her back up to 12. She never needed to exercise more than that, and she lost 50 pounds. Amazing. It's so interesting. So for the listeners out there, um, can you talk about, are there certain types of exercise that tend to be more inflammatory than others? Yes. And and I want to bring up that we're always going to be talking about in the metabolism plan, we're always going to be talking about, obviously, your metabolism. But really, here's the key, folks. Cortisol, your stress hormone. You know, we live in such stressful times that many days our cortisol is already at an all-time high. And exercising too intensely can just put that over the threshold of what your body can handle. So that's a really, really important concept for you to understand. We want exercise to boost serotonin, our feel-good hormone. We want it to boost metabolic function, but we don't want your body to perceive it as stress. Now, obviously, everybody's response is going to be different, but just like in the plan when I found that there were healthy foods that were causing inflammation for the majority of the population, I started to note that there were certain types of exercise that seemed to cause the most amount of stress in the body. And these would be things like spinning, it would be hot yoga, it would be CrossFit classes, uh, it would be any exercise that's done after 5 p.m. when our cortisol levels are supposed to normally drop, right? So uh, those, those really high-intensity exercises tend to be the most stressful for the body. If you love those exercises, what I'm going to say to you is we are going to test them in the metabolism plan because if it's healthy for you, that's all that matters, but we're not going to do it in the beginning. What we're going to do is we're going to start off with the exercises that work for the majority of the population. And later on, you can test the CrossFit and the spinning and the Bikram yoga and see how your body responds. So it's not just the exercise. I also kind of hear you talking about the timing of the day that you do the exercise. Yeah, this one, this one was really, you know, anyone that, any doctor that works uh, with the endocrine system kind of knows this. And it, but it's always very interesting to see it in real time with folks, right? What winds up being problematic for most people is, one, waking up too early to exercise because we want you to get at least seven hours of sleep. Dr. Carey, I don't know, have you ever weighed yourself at night and then weighed yourself in the morning, and you said, how do I lose two to three pounds? Like, maybe I should just sleep all day to get to my optimal <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> it's because your body is repairing. That's when your body is not only at its healthiest, but when you lose the most weight. So if you're waking up an hour early to go to that CrossFit or Zumba class or spinning class, what you're actually doing is you're stopping your body from repairing, and you're slowing weight loss and maybe even causing weight gain. And you're going to notice that when you wake up early to exercise, that your BBT is going to be lower, right? That's already a sign that we're, we're not in an optimal zone for optimal health and weight loss. 
Now, the converse of that waking up early to exercise is the flip side, right? Exercising after five. So what I want you to know is, is that when you wake up in the morning, there's something known as the cortisol wakening response. And that's what wakes you up and fuels you through your day. But starting around 3 or 4 o'clock, our cortisol levels start to dip really nicely. Remember, we haven't evolved that much since we were cave people, so our bodies are programmed to go to sleep when the sun would set. So that 5 o'clock time, that's really when your body's saying, hey, have dinner with friends, have a glass of wine, relax. And instead, you're thinking, I need to lose weight. Zumba, Zumba, Zumba. And what that does to your body is it disrupts your natural cortisol rhythm. Now, your body's thinking that there's danger, right? You're making those cortisol levels shoot through the roof. And remember, folks, heightened levels of cortisol enacts long-term fat storage, skews your hormone, and slows your metabolism. Okay, so then for our listeners out there, what should they do if they figure out that their favorite exercise is actually causing their inflammation and causing their weight gain? That's, that's a great question. So what I tell folks is, if you want to do an exercise that is slightly pro-inflammatory for you, save it for the weekend when your stress levels are low, right? That way your body can start to withstand these heightened levels of cortisol. Just like with inflammation, if we have inflammatory day after inflammatory day, we start to see that our health and weight erodes. If you pack on cortisol spike after cortisol spike after cortisol spike, your body's going to say, that's it. I give up. But one thing I really do want to caution people about is a lot of times my intense exercisers are the ones that are coming to me and probably to you, Dr. Carey, with stage two and stage three adrenal burnout. Those are my marathoners. Those are my triathletes. And for folks like them, I actually have to cut their exercise back four to six minutes. And that's the most they can do without really slowing their metabolism. So if you're that marathoner or that triathlete, look, I want you to do something that you love. But you can't do it every day. So figure out periods. For a lot of people, it's, it's in the summertime, right? That might be a good time to periodize your over-exercise schedule. But just don't do it every day. So just like we want to rotate our friendly foods, as we like to call them on the plan, we want to rotate your exercises. So maybe you do that marathon or the triathlon in the summer. And then in the fall, you transition into yoga. Now, obviously, you're going to have the benefits of all of the overtraining that you're going to do. You're going to allow your body to rest, but you're also going to get the benefits of the flexibility, making you better, stronger, and faster for your next marathon in the summer. And then maybe in the winter, you start doing some weight training to increase your speed and so that you don't have injuries, once again, for your triathlon. Now, When I talk, I realize I must sound like somebody that kind of thinks exercise is the devil, right? That's what we used to call uh, reactive foods. I want you all to know I'm a total over-exerciser, absolutely. In my uh, my 30s, I was running 50 miles a week, every single week, 
After that, I'd go to the gym six days a week. I'd have to force myself to take a day off. I love to exercise. But I have to say that in my 50s, for the most part, except for the summer, when I program my over-exercise, I'm only exercising 25 minutes every other day. And here's the kicker. My body fat and my weight is exactly the same as it was 20 years ago when I was exercising like a nut. So we want to rotate our exercises. We want to prepare for periods of overtraining. We want to honor our body and listen to what it's saying when it's saying it's too much. Yeah, so for the listeners out there, if you have been in that scenario where you're exercising more and more and more, trying to lose weight, but it's not working, your weight is not budging or it's actually getting worse, you know, take what Lynn has to say to heart. It could be that you need to do the opposite and exercise less and less and less. And, you know, really follow, I, I do recommend you get Lynn's book, The Metabolism Planet, and follow the protocol to try and figure out what exactly works for your particular body. So Lynn, you know, you talked a little bit about spinning, hot yoga, CrossFit. What about just plain old walking? What about just plain old walking as exercise? Great question. For most people, walking is pretty ineffective for exercise. And walking for too long can actually increase cortisol levels. So we find that for most people, if they're conditioned, walking up to 20 minutes, the body's going to see that, see that as positive stimulus. But walking more than that, you're not going to be changing your body composition. You're going to be gaining weight. And you're going to be stressing your metabolism. So that's not what we want. That being said, one of my most successful couples, uh, the woman lost 50 pounds and the husband lost 100 pounds, they're dog walkers, right? So obviously for them, it totally works for their chemistry. But I'm working with a, a vet right now in Vermont. And, and you know, so many people are attached to those Fitbits, Every time she goes over 7,000 steps, we see her BBT drop, we see her gain weight. So you want to test whatever it is that you're doing, thinking that it's making you healthy. There, I think there's nothing that's more depressing for you or uh, f with your patients is when you see that they're trying so hard, Dr. Carey, and it feels like their bodies aren't responding. When you gain weight from exercise, your body is responding. It's saying, you're doing an exercise that is too stressful for us. Let's try something else. And that's a very, very powerful message. Of course, we have a lot of people that say, well, I need to exercise. Because if I don't, I'm going to be stressed out, right? And that's a huge component for a lot of people. It's not just the weight loss but it's that it helps to boost serotonin, that feel-good hormone. But what I want you to know is when you exercise too intensely, remember how I said it raises cortisol levels? Well, what winds up happening, my dear friend, is the next day you're more stressed out because you exercise too intensely. So what do you think you need to do? I need to exercise so I feel better. And then, of course, you exercise too intensely again, and the next day, you're a time bomb waiting to go off. 
So you're responding with more stress to the same stimulus. As soon as I start to cut people back on their exercise when they're over-exercisers, people notice that their stress levels are better. They're not getting as stressed out to the same stimulus. And that's what we want. We, exercise is incredible. But exercise should not be ruining your health, causing inflammation, causing weight gain, and changing your mood in a negative fashion. And, and crazily enough, that's what I see all the time. You're so right. Everything that you're saying is spot on. And, and I see it in my patients day in and day out. And, you know, up until I, you know, I interviewed you and I heard about your new book, The Metabolism Plan, and, and taking the plan and shifting it um, to an exercise perspective, it, you know, up until that point, I was just, you know, kind of, um, for, for some patients, just feeling like I was really failing them because they were, they were doing everything that I was asking them to do. They were doing all the hard work but we were not seeing the results. So I, I just want to thank you for, you know, connecting those dots for me, for the other doctors and for our listeners out there. So in the last few minutes that we have, is there anything else that we haven't talked about yet that you think is important for our listeners to know? Well, the message of the plan and the metabolism plan is always to listen to your body. And the problem is, is that we listen to so many quote-unquote experts or we think that this is working for my best friend and so it should work for me. And instead, what we need to do is recognize that our body has an innate wisdom. Your body always wants you to be at your best weight and at your best health. And when you're lucky enough to work with somebody like Dr. Carey or any health professional that is really invest in your health. And I have to say, this is one of the most important things you can do. You need to find somebody that's on your team. With the help of your health team, you can put together the pieces for your own bio-individual diet and exercise program. So stop listening to the top celebrity trainers and start listening to what your body's saying. And with very simple tools, just a scale and a thermometer, you can figure out what works for you. And the odds are that it takes a lot less effort than you think, and that allows you to enjoy that marvelous life that you have worked so hard to create. So Lynn, how can our listeners find out more about you and where can they find your book? And I know in our last interview, you mentioned that you have an app coming out and also exercise videos. Well, let's face it. This can be a lot of data to track. And I always say, you know, people feel like I've entered bizarro world. Everything I've been told was right. Is is wrong. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to make it easy for folks in tracking our data. So we created an app where not only can you put in your data and the app will help you analyze exactly what's going on with your body, 
But long term, it's going to help you with menu planning. We're going to have exercise videos that are free that you can follow that are all metabolism plan approved. So whether you're a beginner or whether you're an advanced athlete, we're going to have free workouts for you to, to do, which is super exciting. But we're also going to take some of the guesswork out of it and make that super easy. Now, you can always find out more about the plan uh, on my website, www.lingenet.com. That's L-Y-N-G-E-N-E-T.com. There's also a lot of free content on my Facebook page, so I try to make that the Wikipedia of everything plan. And the great thing about Facebook is that you can type in hormones or endocrine or thyroid or water or almonds or anything you have a question about. And at least five articles that I've written are going to come up. So it's I've made it as a free resource for folks. Um, so definitely check those out. And the book is going to be available pretty much every place. Uh, Amazon, bookstores, I'm going to be up in Canada, I think, I think February 2nd through the 4th. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe I can even pop over and meet you, Dr. Carey. That would be wonderful. You and I are like kindred spirits. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's, we're really, really excited about everything that's coming up. Oh, Lynn, I'm so happy for you, and I'm so excited about the 2017 year that you bring all this information to the public and, and you know, just helping other people change their lives by changing their health. Well, it's always an honor to, to chat with you. And uh, like I said, we're, we're so alike in the way that we approach and want to help people. So thank you for helping to spread the message. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So thanks again for being my special guest today. And that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Lynn Janae Resitas. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carey is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carey is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.